<laughs> oh, it's talking dirt, baby. Oh, man. Pull the lever and start the show. Talking dirt is here. What's going on, race fans of the internet? It's Ryan Williams. Welcome back to another episode of the Talking Dirt Podcast, your not-so-weekly racing podcast. Uh, tonight, we're going to talk a lot of cool things. We're going to cover a little bit of... We're going to do a little talking sports here tonight on the show. Uh, we're going to talk a, a lot about the Gateway Dirt National, some drama that happened there, and uh, most importantly, uh, one of the best scenes in dirt racing this year, Tyler Erb's triumph at the end. Got a little bit of talk to do about the uh, the Sunshine Nationals with the XR Super Series uh, that happened down in Florida. And we've also got to cover the uh, World Crown, the four-cylinder nationals up at the Cherokee Motor Speedway. Now, joining me tonight to talk about everything in racing and everything else under the blue sky, it'll be none other than the co-host of the Talking Dirt Podcast, the voice of the common man's racer. We call him Big Papa around these parts. It's Mr. Matt Pridgen joining us with one and a half legs working tonight on the episode. Matt, how you doing this week, buddy? Well, technically, I have two legs working. Well, I, I did. The, my the, foot the, doesn't. My foot okay, does. yeah, that's what I'll say. You got two, one, two and a half. Foot. You got one and a half. You got one and a half that work. The, the top half of, of the right one works. The bottom half doesn't quite yet. Quite yet. Um, my booty foot, too, man. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the money foot. And uh, I don't know. Maybe you could uh, learn to drive left-footed, or we can put... um. We'll put some mouth controls on there for you so you can. Or I can just heal up and. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you can just heal up. <laughs> but uh, but this, this sucks. I, most people out there, we haven't covered on the show yet. You did uh, break your foot not too long ago, just before uh, the Thanksgiving holiday. Um, had a surgery to to kind of put the bones back in place. But uh, how's the uh, the healing process? How's the healing process going there, bud? So boring. Played a lot of Call of Duty. A lot of, yeah, Call of Duty released uh, last month. I can't, I can't do nothing else. Yeah, I can't. I can't can't drive, I can't work. So, I mean. Can't can't play iRacing unless we're broadcasting. Yeah, I can't play iRacing. I can't, I'm not even going to be able to partake in the icebreaker probably. I I, I don't know. That's at the end of December. I got to see where, how physically how I am. Um, Say that. It's coming up quick. I got to go. I don't even, guys, I've been we've moved into the new podcast studio and I haven't even gone to pick up my, uh, actual iris, the, the, uh, setup. I got an old simulator, uh, set up and I haven't even gone to pick it up yet. I need to do that before what, two weeks from now, the icebreaker 27th and 28th. Yeah. A couple, a couple of weeks from now, I need to go, I need to go do that. That reminds me. That's a, that's a good reminder there, Matt, but, um, but I'm going yeah. to ask my doctor though, um, around that time, see if, if he thinks I'd be all right to, Press, yeah, press y'all, down on the gas pedal on here. Y'all listening. Y'all are laughing. <laughs> Why do you want to race a, a, a I race that race so bad? Uh, because it's one of the highest paying I racing races oh, yeah. ever. I mean, it, it's over over a thousand dollars to win, and and there's money I think through it the is field. A yeah, it's a thousand or even top higher five. now. I'm not, I'm not even sure. Top, yeah, top five gets paid, and uh, Matt did it last year, and he actually did pretty darn ago. good. To, I qualified. Yeah, I qualified seventh, got messed up in my heat race, and then um, right, and there was like sixty cars in there, I think. But I qualified seventh, messed up in the heat race, won the B feature, and right, I, I ran around the back for the first probably about eighty laps, and then the last twenty, I made some moves, and I, I think I finished like twelfth. 
So it looks like this year's just going to be up to me and James to make Talking Dirt look good. Maybe. Because, see, it's my foot that's broken, not my ankle. So I could, might can work mm. something out. We, we might see if we can do something, work something out there. I'm going to get I you one. Okay, okay, here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to get you a long pole, right? We're going to get you a pole. You can steer with your left hand and press the gas pedal with your right hand with a pole that goes down to it. Kind of like a... You ever seen a little person drive a car? Well, not a, like the same concept, but not really like a little person driving yeah, a car. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. The feet. Same concept though. We're going to get you some extensions that come all the way up to your arm. That way you can press, you can, you can control the pedals with your arm and you can steer with your left hand. I think we can do it. Maybe, maybe we'll see. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure something out. Uh, if, oh, if nothing else, I'll see if I can like, like Andrew Stone or somebody like that, get my entry. I don't know if I trust little Andrew in a late model race, but uh, I mean we no, can. No, no, kid's well, good. Well, yeah, the kid, the kid is good. He's definitely good in a, in a street stock. He had a good run at the uh, the street stock uh, ultimate street stock finals a couple of weeks ago. I don't know. It is uh, what what's that one guy's name? Oh, oh what's uh, his name? Uh, it's like Drew, not Drew. Oh, what's his name? Oh, Dylan. Dylan Hauser. I gotta see if he's registered. Might might uh see if he can uh hop be a be a little hired gun for me. Yeah, be, <laughs> Dylan Dylan Hauser to be a hired gun is a crazy move, Matt. That that's a that's a nutty move right there. I, honestly, honestly, but he probably he, is to be honest. If if he did it, I wouldn't make him pay. But I just if he wanted, I'd tell him to j- just split the winnings with me. Right. Yeah, he'd say no. <laughs> Not if I not if I got the entry fee paid for. Yeah, true. I mean, you you might could try to work something out, but I'm pretty sure he's already racing it. There's a big list of people. Yeah. Um. Of course, I'll be in there, probably live streaming it on the uh, the Talking Dirt page. Uh, if you guys haven't seen, by the way, if you're listening to this, uh, you go over to uh your YouTube app or YouTube on the computer and look up Talking Dirt TV. Uh, go ahead over there, give us a subscribe, hit that notification bell. Uh, Matt and I do a lot of cool stuff over there. Sometimes we post the podcast. Most of the time we're doing uh, live streams, broadcasts of a couple of iRacing series that we like to do. Uh, mostly, you know, big block modified dirt stuff and uh, a bunch of street stock action on Tuesday nights as well. Got some other cool stuff coming. That Those two series are about to die down for a winter break, and I'm, I might be looking to add a couple or do some other video game streams. I'm, I'm really looking forward to uh, hopefully doing some video game streams, probably on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv forward slash talking dirt or talking dirt. Not, we don't do no talking around. We talking, we doing some talking tonight, Matt. We talking, we, we don't do no talking right, right. around here. That's uh, the whole premise of the show. We talking some dirt and we're going to talk a little bit of dirt later, but Matt, let's talk sports. Uh, because as, as you are, as I am, as most racing fans are that listen to this podcast, we love all sports. I have been a football head since day one. Love, uh, love, I love the 40, mate. I love, I love soccer. Um, love basketball, all that, but primarily, you know, baseball, football, soccer, uh, racing are my things And golf. I love, love golf. Golf's probably uh, my favorite sport to play at this stage of my life. Of course, I don't can't really play football and baseball anymore. I'm a, a grown adult man, so I can't really, you know, do the whole peewee football and all, especially tackle. Man, if I went out and played tackle football at this stage in my life, I'd pull both my hips, break two of my feet, and that's before the game would even start. So I don't think I'm going to be playing any tackle football anytime soon. 
feel like if I didn't have a broken foot, I could do it. Ah, well, d- d- seeing how easily it broke, I don't know if that's the case, Matt. Well, I, I mean, it didn't break easily now. <laughs> what happened? I think I I went over this on the last one. I, I can't remember. It's been so long, but no, we this this happened after the last podcast. Oh, it did. Yeah, this uh, this had the, the last 18th. podcast we did was this two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, we were all right. So we recorded this the day before it happened. Right, before, right, right. Recorded right. the last one. Excuse me. Right. Yeah. Okay, so I'm riding on a dirt bike. It's got it's got street tires on it. Oh yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. my. My friend uses it for highway use. Anyways. Okay, okay. He um I had my old the the helmet I used in the car last year. I had that on. So I was I was I was good there. And I was wearing my dumb tail was wearing crocs. Well, I mean, when Ooh. I left the house that morning, I didn't know I was gonna be riding dirt bike. That's right. So well, you sitting we I, I go taking a few laps around, you know, I'm I gotta go, which I mean I've ridden motorcycles before, so it, you know, it, it's nothing. It's this ain't it ain't that new to me. Well, I, I'm 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 cruising around. I'm about to stop. My buddy's like, "Hey, take, just take one more lap around." And you never take when you say, hey, "I'll just take one more lap." Don't take that lap. Right. It never turns out good. And so I did. No. I did. I'm cruising along. I'm not going too terribly fast. Um, I'm probably going about. Maybe fifteen miles an hour, just mm-hmm. cruising. Uh, and it's like it's like the front tire. I'm in the grass, by the way, and it's just like again street tires. It just felt like the front tire just came from up under me, like slipped from up under me. Right. And my ground got my my foot got caught between the ground and the bike, and when my toes hit the ground, it broke the bones like in the middle of my foot. Like sideways and down, kinda. Uh huh. So my foot, the my toes were kind of dangling so it, down a little bit. So they got caught up under the bike. Yeah, when it fell, it did. And yeah, and when I fell, it. yeah. Well, it, it didn't crush it. Just like it made it look like a a parenthesis. Basically, it made my foot look like a parenthesis. <laughs> oh my god, Matt! Yeah, yeah. it was. It was bad. I, I so when it first happened, I had my helmet on and I, I I couldn't. I was rolling around and I couldn't breathe and I was. I felt like I was about to pass out. So I just I yanked my helmet off and I I'm rolling around trying to catch my breath. I start feeling my foot and I look at or I, I I'm like I do not want to look at my foot and uh-huh. I did. It didn't look too too bad. But you just said it looked like a parenthesis. It, uh, I'm exaggerating a little bit, okay, but it okay. kind of did. It kind of it a, a little. It, it was you could definitely look at it and tell it was broken. But it's like parentheses. That's a that's a that's a pretty circular. Uh, that's pretty and circular for a foot, you know. So my shoulder got hurt too, but I mean it's it's just bruise bruising, I guess. But right, like when I landed, my helmet kind of landed on my shoulder and kind of pushed down on it. But I'm gonna tell you what. My darn shoulder hurts me more than my foot does. Really? Yeah. That's that's interesting that that the foot was broken and all. And of course, you had surgery. You're out the hospital in a couple of days. So that I mean, that's the good part. Good part is you didn't sustain any other things. That that it is similar though to the uh, 
the moped accident that I had the first time that I rode one, uh, I'd, I'd done, you know, bikes when I was a kid and I hadn't rode one in probably 10 years, uh, before I rode one, uh, with a couple of friends of mine. I think I've told this story on the podcast, but I, I was riding it around. They told me to take, take one more lap around, get used to it. Yeah. And I say same situation. I hit a patch of clover that was wet. Uh, cause it had rained, I think the day before or something like that. And the patch of clover was still a little wet. And uh, it, it felt like the back tire just slid out and it started to drift and I bailed. And, uh, and, and the same situation, except I was on a moped going probably a lot slower. And so it didn't, you know, roll over on me or anything. I bailed off of it and it luckily didn't have any, to say sustain any injuries from it. I, I, I tried to play it off. I got back up and rode the, rode the moped back to where, where the people were. Cause they didn't see it happen. And then I got ratted out by a five, uh, four year old at the time. Uh, so that was fun. The four-year-old was the only person who saw it. Everybody else was gonna didn't see it. The four-year-old saw it, and he told everybody what had happened. So uh, I still he still holds that over over my head to this day. But I still love him nonetheless. Um, Matt, I I tell you, I had an interesting weekend last week, and we were gonna try and get on here and record um, before the Gateway Dirt Nationals. Oh, I know, well, I, I just I, I just want to say we both had a crappy weekend that weekend. Uh, and, oh, I just yeah. want to say this too. That happened at four o'clock on a Friday. Right. I I, I sat in a, in in the Dillon Hospital till three o'clock in the morning. At three o'clock mm-hmm. in the morning, I got transferred to Florence. Right. And I sat in Florence until Monday, and I didn't <laughs> go get home until Tuesday. So I sat. Good Lord. But yeah, you had a bad weekend that week. That week too. I did. Hey, you caught the flu, didn't you? Oh yeah, gosh, man, that was so long ago now. It feels, yeah, I had the flu a couple weeks ago. That's why there wasn't a, uh, an episode last week. Plus, they're just, you know, guys, there really isn't much to to cover uh, right yeah. now. Um, no, racing's kind of yeah. slow. I mean, there's silly season stuff like what drivers gonna go where, and you know, a couple races here and there, which we're gonna cover this week. But uh, most likely until the return of the racing season here in the southeast, you know. Uh, like uh, Georgia, Florida speed weeks and all that. The podcast will probably remain bi-weekly um, just so or we just have whenever enough. Something interesting well, well, we'll try, we'll try and stick to bi-weekly um, and give, give you guys some kind of content. But yeah, right now it's a little hard because of the lack of racing around, which, which is a good thing. Uh, give people time to uh, repair and rebuild for next year. Uh, but it's also a bad thing when you've got a content ba- uh, content based around racing like we do here at the Talking Dirt Podcast. So we'll uh, we'll try and get you guys content as much as we possibly can. But yeah, this past weekend we did a little. Uh, I wanted to I wanted to get on here and record before the the nationals, but um, we had some babysitting to do. My little nephew was was in the house with us here, and uh, and we had a blast this weekend. Went to see Santa Claus. A couple a Christmas parade that was. 20 hours long. It felt like, um, it was the, the summer Christmas parade. Uh, and actually, uh, quite a few, uh, Sumter speedway race cars came out, um, to be a part of the parade, uh, hats off to Brian Woodwick, uh, and everybody else involved in that for organizing it. Um, I wish that I was able to kind of get in on it a little bit more. Uh, I did have to go out there. <laughs> I did have to go out there and, um, during the parade and, and help, Cameron hook up a car, but they had one that, uh, that broke down as they were trying to uh, drive it through the parade. And we had to go out there and hook him up and tow him the rest of the way. And that's the thing, Matt, about, uh, parades. 
and, and kind of probably the reason that a lot more race cars don't do them. Um, besides like your front wheel drive cars and all that you don't have that still have, you know, stock clutches still have the stock transmission. Mostly are they're able, they're real. They're able to do it fine. There's, there's no, there's no problems there, but do you know how hard it would be to pace a late model at two miles, one to two miles an hour for multiple hours? And, and, and people were asking us, you know, why aren't, such and such. Why is it such and such here? Why is it such and such here? Uh, because it's really hard to take a street stock or a late model and drive it through a parade. But I told the guys, I said, you could, you know, you can put them on a trailer, turn the car off every now and then, why, why, you know, like, and, and turn it back off. Yeah. You can do that, but, um, it's not the same. But I guess, I guess they, they just didn't want to do that. I, if, if I was going to do a parade, um, with a, with a race car, I would probably, you know, push it with a four wheeler. Although, um, on on the road, four wheelers aren't the best handling. Uh, when they, you know, have regular, uh, regular four wheeler tires, like all, not ATs, but you know, the, your regular four wheeler tires that aren't made for yeah. for asphalt or gravel, what, whichever roads. Um, but that's probably what I would do if I was in that situation. You know, turn the car on every now and then, and uh, give the kids a show, and then shut it back off. Because I a you don't want it running hot. That that was a big deal for a couple of cars that I saw, race cars that I saw, uh, that they had them on the entire time driving them. It, they started running hot, and uh, that that's never a good situation uh, for the motor or for the driver. Uh, depend and and mainly because a lot of guys, Matt, you know the um the the radi- the spouts that come from the radiators that that shoot the water out when it gets too hot. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys for some reason point them at themselves. <laughs> stupidest thing in the world yeah I, but I, I, okay okay in a racing situation it makes sense that way you know that it's running hot right that way you if if the water's shooting at you not pro- probably not hitting you but if, if it's shooting like in front of your face you're right. gonna know you're gonna know you're running hot and you need to pull in now in these parades nobody's wearing safety equipment and there are kids and whatnot all over the cars. And when they run hot, that becomes a danger. Uh, because that water, yeah. that coolant, whatever you got in your car, most, usually water should be water. If you, that water, when it comes out of that spigot is unbearably hot. Hey, ask me how I know, Matt. Yeah, ask, it's happened to you. Go ahead. Ask me how I know that that water's hot. Yes. How, how do you know? Because it's happened and it is hot. It, it'll burn the mess out of you. Be careful when you're doing one of these parades. If your car starts to run hot, because I mean, you're, you got your end, you got your engine all the time and, and you're not going, you're not picking up any speed. There's no air circulating through anything. So yeah, that, that's I, I definitely have mine on a trailer instead of driving it. And that's what most people did. Uh, with, you know, street stocks, like built motors and, uh, non street cars. But the street cars can do it because they're they're built for that kind of that kind of stuff. Uh, the street cars, I mean, the Econo fours, now, and the extreme I, four cars. I say that, but if I entered my car into the parade in Marion, that I, I would drive it because it's it's not even a quarter mile long. So I mean, oh, our parades are pretty short. The one uh, yesterday, we're we're recording this on Monday. The one yesterday was 
Yeah. A couple, it was about probably two and a half miles. It took, okay. And they said it started at two. That's when they left. We didn't leave until four 30. Yeah. Longest parade of my life felt like 12 hours is about two hours. And we didn't, Matt, I'll be honest. I didn't think it was going to last that long. I didn't take a chair. I didn't take a chair to sit down. And when I tell you that I woke up this morning, got out of bed and felt like I I had been squatting 600 pounds for an extensive workout. I'm not joking. My legs standing on your shot. feet for two hours. Stand. Well, I was I was holding I was holding a, a child and you know walking around and, yeah, and doing some man. other stuff. Uh, it wasn't just like yeah. standing. It was it it was a lot more involved see, than, than just standing. That's that's when it hurts is when you stand and still though. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Cause your legs get tired that you know, you get used to not moving and your legs just, I guess, go to sleep in a, in a weird sense. But, uh, yeah, but all in all, that was fun. And, and going through Christmas lights with, with a, with a, a kid, if you got children, take them through Christmas lights. It's the best thing ever. I swear. Uh, take them to see Santa Claus, do all that good stuff. Merry ho, ho, ho Christmas. Uh, and almost happy but, birthday to me. I will be, gosh, Matt, my birthday's coming up. Well, how old will I be? I'll be, Oh gosh. Uh let's see here. Too daggum old. Uh, no, I'm I ain't too daggum old yet. You getting about too daggum old. Uh let's see. I, I will be twenty-four. Twenty-four. I'll be twenty-four years old in just a couple weeks. December sixteenth is my birthday. Uh, so if you guys uh want to get me anything fancy for my birthday, I wear a size uh uh let's see. Let me look at my shirt actually. I wear size uh Lamborghini in shirts, just just in case you were wondering, it won't run you. It, most of y'all can pay for it, I promise. Most of y'all can pay for it. Uh, a size Lamborghini, if you want to get me anything for my birthday. I also wear a size race car. If anybody wants to buy me a race car for my birthday, I'll I'll, uh, I'll take that as well. Uh, you included, Matt. If you, you, I know you got one out there. If you um, want to use it no more, I'll take it. You know. Uh, and if you're wondering what to get me for Christmas, I, I wear a uh, a size Clements uh, limited motor. <laughs> So yeah, I wear a size bigger motor for my race car limited, (laughs) but no, all jokes aside, I'm excited for, for my birthday this year. Um, don't get excited for many birthdays anymore. Although I'll, I'll be, I'll be working for it. So I mean, whatever. After 25, Um, you you stop getting excited, right? I I stopped getting excited. Well, 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 25 is when you get your, your insurance drops. Well, mine didn't drop too much, but. I mean, my, our, I got, I got that work insurance. We good, baby. We good. We good, baby. But, um, but no, I meant your, your, like your truck insurance. Oh, 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 oh. You, I thought you were talking about like insurance Ooh. coverage. No, you was talking about some truck. You was talking about truck vehicle insurance. insurance. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be pretty daggum good. That'll be pretty, that'll be pretty swell, Matthew. That'll be pretty good when my insurance yeah. drives. But, um, but, but nah, I'm, I'm I, I just want to say before we move on. Cause we 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 way off from where we were, but we well, we we but like the, like I said, the Marion Parade that it's not long. It, it's down Main Street. Main Street's like not even a quarter mile long. So yeah, this one we, goes down in something. Let's say it goes down Main Street, then turns, it goes down another street, then turns, it goes back. Uh, so yeah, it goes no. it goes a pretty it goes a pretty daggum long way. But uh, it's always a fun time, man. There were tons of Corvettes. So it had a, a the little slingshot cars. You ever seen these, Matt? The little three wheels. Uh, these yeah, are yeah, so yeah. much, dude. They are so. I want one. 
now I've seen a bunch of them now. I want one. They are dope looking. They don't go that fast. Well, actually, no, they fly because they are they they're they're low horsepower, but they're like fifteen hundred. They're like fifteen hundred pounds, if that. They're they're the lightest car that you can buy with more than two wheels. Well, the lightest thing you can buy with more than two wheels, guaranteed, right. except for a three wheel motorcycle. Or but, a golf cart. Well, I meant like a road car. You know, <laughs> know you know I what know. I mean. You know what you know what I mean. I know, Those things are bad to the bone. Um, and I would love to get my hands on one and, and soup it up, but I've got too many projects, too many toys to play with as it is. And uh, speaking of toys, I'm ready to play with. I'm ready to get back to Sumter Speedway, man. I'm starting to miss it already. It hadn't been that long. I'm already starting to miss it. I hope that our, we got some, uh, some cool renovations coming. I, I pray that all that gets done and we have a fantastic season uh, next year. Schedule schedule is almost complete. Uh, done a lot of work on the schedule, some really cool stuff coming. So for all my, my Midlands racing fans, we got some, uh, got some really cool stuff coming to the Midlands of South Carolina. Uh, as far as racing goes, uh, next year, uh, 2023 is going to be a huge year for us, man. I can, I can already feel it that. And, uh, with banjo, uh, it, my little side hustle, we got some really cool stuff, uh, to talk about. And as soon as he gives me the go ahead to break some news, I'll break a lot of news, uh, that you guys are, uh, are wanting to know. Um, but I guess Matt, we've, we've rambled long enough here. You want to talk a little sports? Um, uh, come on. We, we can talk we a little could. sports. I know you're upset right now, but we can talk a little sports. First thing I, I got to say, Matt, it is great to be a Gamecock. It is the best feeling in the world. You talked, you talked to me one month ago today, and I am as dejected as I have ever been about South Carolina football. One month ago today, I'm as dejected as I've ever been about South Carolina football, and then they turned it around in the best fashion that I have ever seen. Spencer Rattler looks like a Heisman-winning quarterback, minus that one interception against, or minus the two interceptions against Clemson. The first one was luck of the draw. The second one was probably his fault. Um, but against Tennessee, he was the best. That was the single best quarterback performance for one game that I have ever seen. Uh, in a South Carolina Gamecock uniform, and that's comparing to Connor Shaw, to Chris Smelly back in the day, to Steven Garcia. Uh, even before that, uh, uh, what was his name? Blake something, uh, number 12 car, number 12 car, number 12 uh, uh, jersey. Um, and even the more recent guys. Like a 13? Uh, uh, way early 2000. They had Savelle Newton back in the day. He, I, don't, I can't remember yeah. if he was 13, but he was good. Yeah, I um, think that was him. Yeah, the uh, yeah, Savelle Newton back in the day, he was good. And then you think all the way back to for Steve Tannehill and um, <clears throat> uh, and other guys, even uh, the, the guy that annou- uh, announces their football games on the radio. I can't, why can't I think of his name right now? Whatever. Um, but yeah, the, single-handedly, probably the best quarterbacking performance. A lot of people say it's uh, Jake Bentley when they played Clemson in like 2017 or whenever that was that they scored a bunch of points and. Still lost the football game. You can't say that that was a great quarterback performance when he lost a football game. What are you talking about? Blake or Blake Bentley. Jake Bentley was a good quarterback, but Spencer Rattler, if he stays at South Carolina for next year, I'm calling it now. Place your bets. If Spencer Rattler comes back to South Carolina. Don't say no crazy stuff. Don't say no crazy stuff. If Spencer Rattler, hot take, Matt, okay? If Spencer Rattler comes back to South Carolina for next season, 
Spencer Rattler will win the Heisman Trophy. Oh my God. I I will make that bet uh, any day of the week. If Spencer Rattler comes back for his senior season, he will win the Heisman Trophy. And South Carolina will probably win 10 games next year. Their schedule isn't as tough as it was this year. At least 10, maybe more. We'll see. Uh, but I, I guarantee that Marshawn Lloyd's going to be a beast next year. Uh, the future is bright here in the Midlands, especially in Columbia. And they got uh, the they got the Gator Bowl with uh, Notre Dame. Uh, who? Hey, hey, that that this is cool, Matt. This is cool. We'll talk about your situation in a minute. This is cool. South Carolina and Notre Dame are playing officially in the We Beat Clemson Bowl. And Clemson and Tennessee are playing in the We Lost to South Carolina Bowl. How about that? Yep. That's pretty darn cool there. Put it on toot, baby. Pretty ironic. Hey, but Clemson did look good last. Uh, they played North Carolina the ACC Championship. They did look really, really good under Kate Klubnik. And uh, already, DJ Uwe Uncle Valele, is, that's a great last name. Uh, not great for a football player because announcers cannot say it on the TV or on the radio. Uh, DJ Uyanga Valele has entered the transfer portal, and I'm in, in, intrigued to see where he'll go. Um, uh, there was another Clemson player that entered it today as well. Other big news, though, Matt, out of the sports world, uh, especially in college football in particular, is Coach Prime, Deion Sanders, no longer at uh, Jackson State University. He'll leave uh, that team, and he will go to Colorado which is an interesting change, um, especially Colorado went one in ten uh, this season, and they weren't well, much he's better bringing last his players. So. Yeah, so he did a, a sit down with the team, or not really a sit down, a stand up. He did a stand up with the team, and uh, he told him he, he's already got ten guys coming, and he's bringing in his own quarterback. Um, and I guess my opinion on this is pretty positive. Deion Sanders is, although he may not be the best coach yet. He has a huge, probably one of the biggest names in the football industry. So he's going to pretty much get whatever recruits he wants just because he's Deion Sanders. And if he's able to convince Colorado to put enough money into the football program uh, to build them better facilities, then he will definitely have a shot to, you know, get very good recruiting classes and make Colorado into something that it has never been. And that is a powerhouse. Um, in their conference and in the college football world. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that, to see Coach Prime finally at a, a Power 5 level. Of course, Jackson State was a D1 school. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what Deion Sanders has uh, in store in store for, for, that, uh, for that one. He did an interview yesterday, and he was like, He's saying, "Yeah, I'm bringing my quarterback. The safety, I, don't, I I'm mad at him right now. He, he's he's pitching a fit, but I'm I I'm bringing the quarterback. Now the safety is his son Shiloh Sanders. The quarterback is uh, what's his name, Shadur Sanders, I think, is his name pronounced correctly. Um, so yeah, Deion Sanders got some cool stuff uh, going on in Colorado. Uh, interesting, interesting takes uh, to to watch what's going to happen there." And uh, Matt, let's talk about your situation down there because uh, old Jamie Chadwell has left your Look. loving school. Look, Jam yeah, I, you're not happy about this, are you? Well, if it, it would be different if he was going to literally any other school, literally right. any other school, 
I, I would have been fine with it and we would have been on good terms. Right. But because he's going to this school, I I, I can't let it be on good terms. So and he's I, going to he's he's going to Liberty. Now <laughs> would you, <laughs> so do you, you consider <laughs> do you consider that Liberty is Coach's biggest rival? They were um before they before they switched conferences. Right. Uh, they don't they don't play each other anymore. But when they did, yeah, they they were they were Coastal's rivals for sure. So who who are Coastal's other rivals now? I mean, it's not South Carolina. It's not Clemson. Who probably like what, what is their Southern or some uh, maybe something like that? Right. I don't know. Huh. Okay. I really think See, we have a rival? Uh, you know, at that, state maybe. I, I mean, right. Yeah, that that side of football is is way different because you know, like the the big Power Five level, you've got games yeah. that have been played for hundreds of years straight. But when you get Ohio down there, State Michigan. When you when you get down to that level, you know, obviously you got you got um like the Citadel and Wofford, the Citadel Furman, Wofford Furman. Um, this Elon. is just talking <laughs> South Carolina schools. Yeah, Elon and um like. Uh, Jackson State and oh gosh, who was Alabama State? I think, um, or what, whatever those those rivalries are. But yeah. you know, in the Big Power Five schools, you got all kinds of rivalries like Ohio State Michigan, which was a heck of a game that Michigan dominated. Um, that was cool a couple of weeks ago, and that then both of those teams get into the Final Four. You got Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, and TCU. TCU actually lost the conference championship game. And I really thought that uh, yeah. the committee was going to kick TCU out and bring in Alabama um, over everybody else, just because it's Alabama. Yeah, I, think and, it's, and, I think it's dumb. I, I don't think TCU should be in there, honestly. Well, I, they were a Cinderella story and, and, you know, for the, the whole season, they're going to undefeated until the big 12 championship game. You got to give them credit. And uh, at least give them a chance is the thing. Yeah, give them a chance and see what they can do. Do I think they're going to beat Georgia? Obviously not. But do they have a, a puncher's chance? Yeah, sure. They got a puncher's chance. And they got a good quarterback, a really good coach, a decent defense. We'll see, we'll see what they got. Now, the rematch of all rematches here is Michigan-Ohio State. Because obviously during the season, Michigan got the better of Ohio State. But now they get a chance to do it again, and, and we saw it, you know, just a couple of years ago. Um, you know, Alabama, Georgia, Georgia beats them in the um, in the championship game. Alabama beats them in the national championship. This was quite a few years ago now, um, and then it, it's happened over and over again with with rematch teams, LSU, Alabama. Uh, case in point, there, um, quite a quite a while ago now, actually, LSU and Alabama did that. Man, it, it's crazy how old we're getting and how you just remember things from the past. Um, but yeah, it's going to be interesting to see that rematch and, and a couple others as well. Now, um, getting back to Jamie Chadwell, uh, do you, do you have an idea? Have you been following the, the search at all? Like the, uh, we are, they announced or, it yesterday. Who's, who's the new head coach at coastal Carolina? Tim Beck, Tim Beck. Now who is that? Do you have any idea who that is? Uh, no, but I just saw it on Facebook, so I'll go look. <laughs> so Tim Beck is the new head coach at Coastal. That's pretty, pretty neat over there. Coastal, Coastal's been a good program for a while now, and and they uh they need they need to just keep moving forward, man. They got a their stadium is beautiful. I love the the stadium down there, um, on the campus of Coastal Carolina. Um, 
Let's see if they can uh, continue in the right direction with their football program, just like South Carolina, I believe, is doing. Hope that they uh, hope South Carolina announces a new offensive coordinator soon. I'm hoping. Oh, uh, he uh, he was the OC uh, at North Carolina State. He was the OC at North Carolina State. Okay, okay. Now that that's a, I believe that that's uh, um he. Uh, he was. I can't. I can't, I can't remember the Looks head like coach, coach name at NC State. State. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember the head coach of of NC State. But yeah, I'm get. They were a good program a few years ago. I'm not sure how they did this year. Um, for anybody wondering. So yeah, good luck to him down there at Coastal. I'm hoping that South Carolina announces a new OC, and I'm hoping that it. I uh, hope it's Kendall Bryles. Uh, there was talk of Dan Mullen, but I don't believe it's Dan Mullen. Uh, that would be a big fish to get as an OC, and it probably wouldn't be, but for a year, maybe two. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping it's Kendall Browse, or I'm really hoping that they upgrade Justin Stepp, uh, who's actually the wide receivers coach and some other stuff. I'm hoping Justin Stepp gets a shot at being the offensive coordinator in South Carolina um, in the, uh, the near and distant future. They got some really good minds on that football staff after um, – after the OC left to go coach at Nebraska with Matt Rule whenever he came back to the college ranks. Now, speaking of Matt Rule and where he came from, let's talk a little NFL, he, Matt. What's that? He's getting a lot of money right now. Who's that? Matt Rule. Because on oh, top yeah. of his pay from from, oh, the, yeah. the, from coaching, he's getting he's the Panthers are paying him seventy thousand a month for the next three years. Golly. That is a exceptional money right now. I what, I, what do I have to do to become a college football coach? Because I a big contract and yeah. tank tank the I'm just gonna fake. I'm gonna fake my <laughs> way through score, it, man. Oh my god! Never score. Get big, be a high level money. college coach, and then go a season and don't score any touchdowns. Yeah, that's and that's a, yeah. <laughs> That's that's some big money right there to be a, a football coach of all things. But um, yeah, let's talk real quick. A little NFL news. Obviously, season's starting to wind down. Specifically, geared towards fantasy football. Um, Matt, of course, his his only team this year is in a in a vampire league. It sucks now because everybody's hurt. Uh, but I believe he beat me. Let's see here. Yeah, Matt beat me. So I did. My entire my entire team is out. So Matt beat me. That's wins. pretty cool. Yeah, Matt's got two wins now. Let's talk the real fantasy stuff, though, in leagues that you can pick up and drop players. Obviously, my team's still looking pretty good in the ones that matter here. A lot of wins this season. Still riding Jalen Hurts like a like a like secretariat all year long. Jalen Hurts is leading me to victory. Christian Watson was a really good pickup. Man, I had Cooper Cup go down in fantasy. Cooper Cup almost ruined my season until I got Mr. Christian Watson and Absolutely saved the pony. He has been tremendous. Um, and right now I'm just kind of, you know, floating people around. But, yeah, NFL football is looking pretty darn good. I don't think anybody's beaten the Buffalo Bills when it really comes down to it. Uh, the Ravens will see how they are without Lamar. Uh, the Chiefs are always good. Don't count out Tom Brady just yet. Those, those Buccaneers might start winning. They're playing right now, actually. Hadn't been able to check that score. Um of course, the Saints and Buccaneers playing Monday night football tonight. Let's go ahead and check that score here real quick. Tampa Bay leads New Orleans 3 to nothing. start of the second quarter. 
Um, so yeah, NFL is going pretty good. Fantasy football starting to wind down. I'm hoping that, uh, I don't think it's going to happen, but I'm hoping that Cooper cup comes back and gives me the playoff run that I need to secure my second fantasy football championship. And once we get the talking dirt live shows come going, coming and going, I'll, I'll show you guys that trophy on one of those, their live streams. But, uh, Matt, I guess let's, let's hit one more topic, uh, before, before we talk a little bit of racing here to end out the show. Have you watched any of the World Cup this year, Matt? No, I don't keep up with soccer. I'm sorry. You, you don't like soccer? Uh-uh. It's the beautiful game, man. It's a beautiful game. It is. It is. It is. I just, I, I don't have any interest in it. People always, always talking about all this whining and stuff. It's just part, it's been part of the game forever. Since, since the culmination of, of footy, it's been part of the game since it started. And I'll tell you, I got hooked on soccer uh, back in 2010. I picked up the FIFA game. That had Landon Donovan on the cover. Now Landon like Donovan. FIFA. Oh my! I haven't played dude. it in a while, but I do like FIFA. I love FIFA. I played every FIFA until FIFA twenty. It's different. Like the it's, it is. it's different from any game. Like I, yeah. I don't oh, know yeah. what it is, but so it's much fun. fun. It's so much fun. I played all the way up until FIFA twenty, then stopped playing uh, because and I grew up and got a real job. Just because I don't keep up with it, I'm not trying to bash the sport. I, it's oh, soccer is no. a good game, and, and it's uh, it's fun to play. And just doesn't catch your fancy. It's like hockey. I, for me. I just I, I don't want to keep up with it. I yeah, right. hockey too. So I mean, but there's a lot unfortunately, of I not to keep up with. <laughs> unfortunately, Team USA was eliminated by the Netherlands. Uh, they didn't make the round of sixteen. It was pretty pretty darn sweet. Um, At least England didn't beat us. Well, I, a, I did know about that though. That England thing. had like a high chance of beating us. And then we they ended up tying. Well, yeah, and he, and here's the thing: this team, these young men, younger than me, way younger than me. There, I'm 24. These guys are, you know, 18, 19, 20. I think the oldest players in is, you know, early 30s. Um, these guys four years ago couldn't qualify for the World Cup to be to be considered one of the 16 best teams in the world. Just four years later. It's a pretty, pretty strong accomplishment. Oh, yeah. Um, pretty big accomplishment, especially to get out of the group that they got out of. Iran wasn't. I mean, Iran's not the best ever. They were. They were a good team. Uh, Wales had you know Gareth Bale and a bunch of championship players. Uh, y'all have no idea what I'm talking about. I'm talking about English football. The championship. It's the second tier in England. Um, and then they also obviously they had England who uh, won the group and. What was there? There was one other t- and the U.S. So there were there were four teams in the group. U.S. advanced with England uh, to go to the round of sixteen. I, un- unfortunately, knocked out there. But I believe the I believe Matt. I believe that the uh, future for USA footy or USA soccer is uh, in really good hands. I believe the next World Cup twenty twenty six they have a definite shot at uh, at winning the pony there and uh, bringing one back for the good old U.S. of A. So, uh, Matt, I guess uh, I guess it's time to talk a little racing. Um, of course, we got before, some Before we some get to talking news, to what the you real got, race, what you got? What you got? I just noticed that iRacing has announced a new track. They have. We're going to cover this one. iRacing has announced a new track. Now, Matt, do you know what this new track is? I I seen a post about it. Someone said it's East, uh, East Lincoln. It is not East Lincoln. No. That's what it not. said. It is That's not this- East. It is not East Lincoln Motor Speedway. No, sir. Lincoln. 
It is Lincoln Speedway in Pennsylvania. It is a okay. it's a bull That's ring big. type track. It's it's I think it's considered a, th- a small three eighths or a big quarter mile. It's a small track and it should Obviously, be a it lot like of fun. Soccer. In the picture, uh, in a way, yeah, in a way, it, it does look similar to something, but it should be a really fun track. I'm looking forward to playing that when the new build releases next week. Uh, that's going to be some fun. But uh, Matt, we're going to talk some some dirt racing here in just a minute. But I need to take a quick break uh, to go get some water. Uh, so, guys, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with you in just a moment. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I've tried to record this commercial like three or four times, and. Uh, Something's failed every single time, but we're going to get through this one, I promise. Now, what I'm coming to tell you guys about today are the services and goods that we offer over at Wicked Fabrication, our sister company. Banjo Duke and his team do amazing work from building brand new race cars to adding to your current race cars. They can even add bars to make your race cars even safer. We do setup work as well as multiple other things. And the cool thing for this holiday season, we have started making... um, cut out metal signs perfect for door hangers shop wall hangers so many other things uh, if your loved ones are looking for a piece of handmade custom art just like that get with us at wicked fabrication that's facebook.com so forward slash wicked fabrication fb contact banjo today to get your order started once again that is wicked fabrication over at facebook.com forward slash wicked fabrication fb now back to the show by that he means like a second for y'all so <laughs> yeah man we are back uh to talk a little bit of talk some dirt here before we end the program tonight and we got three races to cover of course cherokee speedway the world crown four-cylinder nationals took place on saturday and sunday and they ran down a little bit like this now before i say this the world crown is one of the coolest events uh because it puts uh, some some of the, the younger guys and younger gals in the racing world on a big pedestal, especially in your front-wheel drive classes, in your MMSA, KMSA. Uh, Sharp Mini late models were there as well. Uh, speaking of Sharp Man, uh, sad situation. Uh, they are, I believe, ending the series, unfortunately. Oh. I believe that uh, the Dobbs are stepping away uh, and pursuing some other dreams and aspirations in the racing community. Uh, so gonna be sad to see no more uh no more small series. Obviously, sharps are still gonna be cars, uh, but no more small series as we move forward in racing. But uh best of luck to to Bailey and Mr. Kenny, whatever they decide to do. Maybe some maybe someone will step up and make a somebody, series. Somebody I mean, needs to, man. Yeah. That, that was probably one of my favorite series to bring into Sumter every year, especially announcing their races, uh yeah. being on the call for play by play. Uh, those races are some of the most fun that I have ever had. And I've, I've said it for three years now, man. I want to start them three wide and see what happens. Uh, throw caution to the wind, start them three wide. I believe they put on a heck of a show, um, even doing that. And they always put on some really good racing wherever they go. Uh, those cars are just so, so evenly matched that you really got to be a good driver to, uh, to do something with them. Um, so yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm hurting to see them go, but I hope that somebody steps up. And, uh, and takes their place. Uh, going back to Iris real quick, just when we were talking about uh, Sharps, uh, apparently I'm hearing through the grapevine that Millbridge may be coming to the iRacing service at some point in time. That'd be pretty darn cool. Imagine but, super late models on Millbridge. Oh my uh, God. I don't think it would work. It's, it's, like, a, it's like a chili bowl <laughs> for midgets, situation. For midgets, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, okay, yeah, it's um. Well, they they were talking about putting micro sprints on the game. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. yeah that that that's and the rumor. I'd rather see them put flat carts on here. Ah, uh, well, for for me and you personally, yeah, probably. But uh, but I, I believe that it's micro sprints and Millbridge coming soon. Hopefully, eh. uh, that that's what the rumor mill's got going around. So that's I'm what sure I'm they'd gonna... still be fun to race though. Oh, mo- most definitely, dude. It's because I mean they're going to be less powered than a three hundred five, and a three hundred five is pretty fun to drive. Oh my god. Racing. 305s are still ridiculous. They're so nuts. They are still ridiculous. You are right. They are still ridiculous. But um, Matt, let's let's talk a little bit about some uh some Cherokee real Speedway. Racing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's talk real racing. Let's talk Cherokee Speedway. Um, and we'll start with the big boys. MMSA five thousand to win fifty lap feature. Logan Ritchie wins that one in the ten car. Kevin Cooper second. Tyler Riddle third. Uh, going back through it here, some guys we know, Austin Brown finishes seventh, uh, Harley Holden eighth, Jamie Massey ninth. Let's see who else we got in here. J.R. Warren 13th. Let's see. How many do they have start? 31 cars started the main event. That's pretty darn cool oh. uh, to see 31 start, and they got all 50 in in just over an hour and 18 minutes. <laughs> so, yeah, long race there. War of attrition, definitely. Uh Un, uh, unlimited front wheel drives, which are SCDRA rules. Newman Presnell won that 30 lap main over Jacob Wright and Shannon Barnhill. Uh, your Pro 4 feature. Pro 4s are the Mid East variety of an MMSA car. Uh, a little more stock appearing, a little, uh, yeah, a little more stock than an MMSA car. And Sparks Paris goes to Victor Lane in that one over Randy Weaver and Curtis Bishop. Your top three there. Let's see here. You've got the MMSA. Let's see. That's a heat race. Let's go to the other features here. The Sharp Mini Late Models on Friday night. Jody Sparks won that one in the 32 car over Ryan Brown and, excuse me, Cody Taylor. That was, of course, from Friday night, and I believe that is all of all of the classes here. They ran at Cherokee Speedway on Friday or on Saturday. I said Friday, I meant Saturday. On Saturday and Sunday nights. It's a pretty good event, man. I, I love uh, I love most of Cherokee Speedway stuff. Unfortunate that they're not bringing in any of the big late model series next year. We talked about that on the last episode of the yeah. podcast, but they got some cool stuff coming up. Uh, apparently, Mid East getting into the super late model game, so I'm excited to see. Oh yeah, I, I, I saw that. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, man, I'm excited to see where that goes uh, with the the Mid East series. Um, they're doing a lot. Let's see if they can keep up with it. But because um, you know they they've got pretty much all bases covered at this point. Um, they've obviously got straight stock 602s, 604s, uh, modifieds, mini stocks. Uh, don't believe they have front wheel drives yet. But I knowing Helms and the bunch, that's probably coming. Um, so yeah, Mid East is doing some big stuff now, adding. Supers into their mix, apparently. Uh, so I'm excited to, to see where that goes. You know what? I what what honest honestly, you know what move I'd like to see. What's that? I'd like to see Lakeview go switch from a limited class to a 602. I think that would bring a lot of people to to that track. Well, and and I, me included, I I would I would drop down to a 602 in a heartbeat if Lakeview switched. Huh. All right, Matt. The people don't know this about you, but you've always been very headstrong. 
and said that you wouldn't switch. You wouldn't go down at all. That's a step down from a 604, is it not? Well, I mean, it, it'd be racing financially smart because... Right. I mean, don't get me wrong. I The, the 604... The, what with... I don't know what I'm trying to say, but when you start going big-time racing, them guys got deep pockets. Right. And I right, considered right. that... that that class of drivers in the midi 604 this year, that was a, a top notch, uh, 604 drivers in, in my opinion. Absolutely. So that, it, it was a tough crowd. Um, but 602s, I, I don't want to because, you know, I'd have to get a whole new shock package because right. I can't run my shock. But, you know, if Lakeview did that, that would give me. You know, I could race there. I could ra- still race Sumner. I could race Fayetteville if I wanted to travel. There's plethora of theories I could run with. You know, right. So six hundred two. You could if if Lakeview did that, you could literally race a six hundred two anywhere around here. Absolutely, yeah. You can race a six hundred two or just yeah. You're right about anywhere around here because Fayetteville's got them. Sumter runs them, obviously. Um, oh Lord, you, you you even go up up the up the state. Cherokee runs them. Uh, if Lakeview started, yeah, you definitely have somewhere to run. So that's not a bad idea at all. But uh, let's 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 move on here a little bit. Get the rest of this show in. Uh, All Tech Raceway. The I believe what was it? Is it the Sunshine Nationals, Matt? Yes, I believe so. Because the XR Super Series, they were. At, in there, they had Street Stocks race as well. Let's start with Street Stocks Friday night. This is Friday night. Andrew Durham uh, makes the trip down to Alltech. Good run for Andrew Durham in the 06 car. Remember, he ran modifieds for quite a while, now built his own Street Stock, and he's doing darn good. Andrew Durham wins Friday night at Alltech. Wyatt Parker, Jordan Lockhart round out the top three. And then your mod or your modified, your late model feature, Dirt Super Late Models. Remember, Friday it was Ashton Winger who beat out T-Mac, Tim McCready. Joseph Joyner finished third uh-huh. run for Joseph Joyner. But there was an incident in that race uh, that saw Ashton Winger and Tim McCready make some contact. And as they pulled up to the the, uh, the podium there, Winger goes to try and talk to T-Mac, and T-Mac brushes him off and says, no, you, you stay away from me. Like, they were, he was ready to throw some fisticuffs out there at him. But, um, well, obviously, I, Winger apologized instantly. I, I understand. Uh, you know, and, but maybe I don't think he, I don't think T Mac would have fought him. It's just in, in the heat of the moment, you say things you don't mean. And I think T Mac just wanted to get the chance to cool right. off and, you know, be level headed until every, until you get level headed and then talk about it. Well, here's the thing uh, Ashton Winger pretty much all year long has been on. T Max side of those kind of situations. So, right. I mean, to put him on the other side, he was, he was remorseful about it. So I credit to the young man. Uh, I believe he's actually my, he's probably younger than me. So still a young man, um, uh, for, for acting the way he did in victory. I think uh, he's he, 22. Yeah. yeah he's 22. It, yeah. Cause they gave him, they gave him, uh, 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 alcohol or something. They were like, we didn't know if we could give you this or not. He was like, Oh yeah, I'm 22. <laughs> Yeah, he's uh, he's a, he's a darn good driver. I'm excited to see what happens uh, with the rest of his career here. 
uh, as he moves forward. Obviously, I believe switching uh, teams again back to his number twelve car this coming year. So good luck to uh, good luck to young man Ashton Winger there. Now Saturday night. Uh, was the main event. We'll start with Street Stocks from Alltech. Andrew Durham went back-to-back -back in the 06 car. Uh -huh. He won. Uh -huh. Yeah, back-to-back. -back. Got the track in, but going back-to-back. -back. Andrew Durham wins. Uh, Patrick Menig Meninga. Men Patrick Meninga, sorry, finished second. Heath Walker finished third. Street Stocks at the Sunshine Nationals at Alltech Raceway. And your dirt super late model feature events i know i don't sound as good as i normally do that's because my voice is still a little hoarse I, i'll get better before the season starts i promise guys i will be back to uh 100 ryan williams the voice of the sumter speedway um for your saturday night entertainment every saturday just about throughout the summer uh jonathan davenport matt becomes a two million dollar man this year and he wins the sunshine nationals how about finishing second brandon overton who was driving the rumbly car with a number change, it was a five car this weekend. Uh, but how about Brandon Overton in the Rumley car? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know why they wouldn't have Kyle drive it, but I mean, hey. Well, I'm, I'm not sure. Kyle might be off racing sprint car stuff or whatnot. You never know with, with that bunch. But uh, yeah, Overton in the Rumley number, well, normally number six car. And the Rumley five car this weekend comes home second on Saturday night. Of course, Jonathan Davenport, man, $2 million this year. Obviously, the overall number one uh, as far as rankings go this season. Jonathan Davenport's been above and beyond just about everybody. Uh, Overton hadn't been able to touch him. Nobody's been able to touch him this year. Jonathan Davenport's just that daggum good at what he does, and I don't see that changing uh, next year. Maybe the year after that, it might change, but right now, Jonathan Davenport's obvious number one. And just to round it out, Matt, real quick, uh, third place again was Joseph Joyner. So Hunt the Front looking pretty good this past weekend. And he they they have in their their the smallest supermotor. They have Jesse's running their biggest one, and their their the Jay Dickens one's getting fixed. Well, and the thing with the supermotors, these guys buy supermotors that have all this horsepower, nine hundred horsepower supermotor, and then they go and put restrictor plates in it. So it probably worked out best for Joseph to have a smaller super motor because most of the guys you, you got out there are buying these big motors and then cutting the horsepower down with these restrictors in the in the carburetors. So it it makes sense that he would have a good run with a with a smaller super motor is uh, is what I'm trying to say here and uh he comes home third but, Bronson fourth Whitener fifth. But you know what which which, uh, which Longhorn that is, right? You talking about the one that Joiner's got? No, yeah. we haven't talked about this. What what you got on that's, that? That's that's so that's that uh, car Jimmy bought Jimmy Owens bought uh, right earlier this season. It is he, Jimmy Owens bought. He, went, he couldn't he couldn't he check it out. Home. Yep, he couldn't get yeah, he, he didn't like it. I guess he went back to the rocket. Smart man. And that 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 has to do with some other news that, that we got to talk <laughs> about in, involving Wicked Fabrication here sometime soon. There there may be a little bit of. Uh, Maybe a little little bit of stuff going on for for old Wicked Fab, but uh, Matt, I guess it's it's time. It, it's it's about that time that that it's you can find me. Uh, you ruined my transition, Matthew. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll try it again. Try it again. Yeah, yeah you know where you can find. You know where you. Matthew, do you know where to find me? Where? 
You can find me in St. Louis. Oh man, Kenny Wallace. Kenny Wallace made my entire what a night. What a the, goat. The goat, Kenny Wallace, man. I I swear I've heard a lot of people talk trash about Kenny Wallace, but he is just one of the best ever. Well, let's cover the whole Gateway Dirt Nationals here. We'll start Thursday night. Um which is weird, man. I can I could swear. Did Gateway not run more than two classes a few years ago? Last year, uh, last year they ran. <sighs> didn't uh, they run midgets. stock cars? Did they no, run? They it was, was it midgets. Yeah. And then, they they, but the year before that, I swear they, they ran stock cars one year. No, they haven't. They, they haven't run stock never, cars. They've they've ran late models, late models and modifieds, late models, yeah. modifieds and midgets, and that's it. Oh, okay. I could have swore they ran uh, stock nah. cars at one point. But I will say, wrong. track that would be fun. First night, the 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 track looked immaculate. They did yeah, first an night amazing track was great. job with the track on the first night. Second yep. night was wasn't bad neither. Third, Third night. night was starting to get mm. a little rough, but I mean, hey, I look hats off to the track crew that that worked. Yeah. On it. I mean, they they did an amazing job. Like I said, with it being that m- many cars. On three nights like that, you know, it's fine. They let it get a little rough. I mean, it wasn't that bad. So, I mean, well, I did see, I did see quite a few cars doing hopping up on two wheels at different times, a few flips, but overall, I say the uh, the track conditions weren't as bad as they have been in the past at all. I know it's been a lot worse. Yeah, it it has been a lot worse, but uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, Thursday night. That was night one. They had the first groups go out. Modifieds, a couple of names that we know, Matt. Here, Drake Troutman, uh-huh. that uh, twenty lap victory, good, good win for the kid out of Pennsylvania. Tyler Peterson second, Michael Ledford finished third in the thirty-seven car, um, and a, b- a bunch of guys we know here. Tyler Nicely, of course. Uh, I'll see who else we know here. Dean Ryan Hoffman, Tool. yeah, Ryan Tools in there. Casey Burdett. Austin uh, Holcomb or whatever. Yeah, Austin Holcomb is. was in there. I can't quite find him. But he might not have made the main event, but Austin Holcomb, of course, was there. Super late models Thursday night. Oh, the, the smooth operator Bobby Pierce went to victory lane there with the late model division on Thursday night. Ryan Unzucker second. Tanner English in third Tanner English man bad luck at the dome every year well not quite bad luck just can't get it done I think Tanner Tanner English is so good and he's always like second or third every year at the dome I'm just waiting on that you know that first time that he is able that he's really able to put it together and win at the dome uh that's that's some exciting stuff uh that I I'm I'm gonna look to him to be really good there next season uh of course that's Tanner English now let's uh, let's talk a little bit about Friday night at the Dome. Um, that was your uh-huh. second group. This one, this one, this one got interesting, and this is where All I believe you and I real. might have an argument. You and I might have an argument about this. You and I mm. are probably going to have an argument. Mm. First heat race or fourth heat race? Excuse me, fourth heat race. Tyler Carpenter is running the same line every lap. Tell me if I'm uh, wrong. No. Tell me if I'm wrong. This, this is a restart now. This is a restart. It doesn't matter if the same no, 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 no. It does. the whole race. It does. No. It does matter. If no. it's a single file restart, if it's a single file restart, what? yes, you can run. No, 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 no. Listen now. If it's a single file restart, 
You can run the same what line, but mean? when it's you start, restart. They were, it. They were side by side on the restart. So it might have been the start of the race. I'm sure. Yeah, it was the start of the race. Yeah, it was the start of the heat race. You sure about that? And they, yeah, it was. They because they attempted it like two or three times. Oh, okay. And 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 the first couple times, Tyler did get out to a good a good jump and could clear. Yeah, it uh, was a Hudson. Good, yeah. But Hudson's nose was at Tyler's. Almost at nope. his front tires. No, nope. no, it was not. No, it was not. No, uh, it, nah. no, it you was not. Go, but you can but, watch it right now. No, it was not. Tyler Carpenter had zero clue that Hudson O'Neill was on his outside. Zero. All right, you even, can even you cannot see you cannot see your right rear if you are in a full containment seat. You cannot see your right rear, and he probably you you, you can't tell by just hearing that somebody's right. on your right rear. Look, look. If you're in a full contain, if you're in a proper full containment seat, you can clearly see. I can see. No, I can see where the the four on my right door panel is. I can see that far. You ain't got the right full containment seat, buddy. No, that that the the right headrest is supposed to be underneath your line of vision. Why would it be at in your line of sight? That's 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 you still that's creating can't look blind spots. behind you. No, no but you, it allows you, can, you, to you look can to see, the side. Yeah, you can look to the side, side, but you can't look behind you. My point is Hudson O'Neill was behind Tyler okay. Carpenter. Even and at B, that, even B, at that. B Hudson O'Neill was in the wall before Carpenter made contact with him. And yeah, he expected because, Carpenter to check up. Because you got to look at where they were. They were already coming off the corner. That wasn't the wall on the straightaway. That 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 wall that stopped was the corner. And I, it's hard for I'm me. To, you, it, it's O'Neal hard for was, me to explain it without the video right O'Neal, in front of O'Neal me. O'Neill was in the wall, but, whether Carpenter was there or two feet to the left. I'm telling you, Hudson yeah, Hudson was in the wall either way. Yeah, but. No, Tyler Carpenter was coming up. Any no, if he was he was Hudson coming up to run check his up. line. Hudson checked up. Hudson checked up, and when he even if he hadn't, Tyler Carpenter was still going straight. In. You don't uh, just assume you're clearing that outside car because Hudson had a great start on that restart or or yeah restart whatever. Yeah, but the the car in front's going to dictate so, his line when he has no idea there. You at that if track, there's you, a car beside you, can't have any you. If there's a car beside you. You can't dictate what line you're you're on the bottom. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're on the bottom. It was what are you? What are you saying, Matt? Oh my gosh! No, He's running the same line. He was trying to clear him up off the corner. Has no idea that O'Neill's there. O'Neill then should have and did not. Right. If you check don't up. know someone's up there, check up because someone might be up there. No. Yes. No, that should have been Hudson's job no. to check up and not no. plow his car into the wall. No, I, we, I do not. No. I do not put. I do so not. You're put telling me. You're you're telling me if we're coming off a of turn turn four, right on the last lap, and I'm right. trying to pass you, and I got a good run going, and I'm going to beat you coming off the corner. Yeah. 
I'm supposed. I'm supposed to. I'm not saying you're supposed off. to, but that's no, no, that's no. That's what you're move. telling me. That's what no. you're telling me. Hold on, hold on. If if you okay, okay. So if I'm on your inside and you're on my outside, right, and you're gonna get a run, but I think I don't know that you're there. I don't. It's it's not. It's real life. I don't know that you're that close. I cannot see your nose. I'm gonna think that I'm clear if I don't have anybody spotting with sticks and telling me that you're right, you're so there. Where, where I'm are not you gonna at? know you're there. I'm gonna think that I'm good. If we're in that same situation that Tyler Carpenter and Hudson O'Neill are in at any racetrack, it it does it doesn't like if I, it if doesn't I'm, make sense. If I'm in my car, right, and I have if I feel like there's someone on my right rear quarter panel, I'm That's not you. going up to the wall. That's you. If I don't know they're there or not, if I don't know they're there, I'm not risking my equipment because I pay for it. I'm not risking my equipment to go straight up to the wall, even if mm. he's there or not. Yeah, but here's the thing. He didn't know he was there. Exactly. So he should have stayed down if he didn't no, know he, he was, was running there. his line. No, that's, that's not his line if there's somebody on the outside of him. But you're talking in, in hindsight, like he knew that he was there. Carpenter thought he was Look. clear because he got into the corner and Hudson O'Neill was not with Carpenter through the corner. He was behind him. I'm going to just say this. Coming out of the corner, Carpenter in the corner, probably looked to his right, saw that Hudson wasn't there, thought he was clear, was going to run his line and keep as much momentum as possible around that racetrack. He if was, Tyler Carpenter drove like somebody who paid for their own car, like a regular person, like I, like me, does. Does he would have stayed down? Mm, we're, uh, I, uh, he don't care about his equipment. That's the thing. He didn't. But here's care. the thing: that wreck was he, not nah, his it, fault. It's 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 a it's nah, a it, it deal. is. He he did nah. a lane switch with a car on his outside. Come on, that man! You can't know that's there because you cannot see them. Right, like and if his, you don't know he's there, stay down. Because you don't possibly, because if you don't know he's there, you could turn right into the wall and drive straight into the wall, head on. Guys, this is the debate of the year. We're not making any headway here. Um, Matt, oh my gosh, buddy. Buddy, 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 buddy. Okay. You're you're basically telling me Hudson should have checked up and he wouldn't have wrecked himself. Tyler yes. wrecked himself? Come on. Yes, he was in the wall before Carpenter touched him. He because there was the no wall. more room. There was no more oh room. My gosh. He Tyler Carpenter should have stayed on the. He went straight to the wall. Oh my gosh! Hudson had a perfect chance to to check up, get back no. down to the bottom, and pull the slider in turn three. He had the line. Instead he of that, line. he he didn't have the line because he didn't get his. He didn't. Oh, they were all. I, I need of to the send you the diagram. When this happened, I'll send you the diagram. Okay, like I know what I'm talking about here. I, I we just see it from two different angles because you don't like Tyler Carpenter, and I no, mean I don't. I, do I don't like have a Tyler, dog in the fight. I did. I did like Tyler Carpenter. I don't. I don't have a dog in the fight, but but he, I, he's look. He he drives like he don't care about his or anybody else's equipment out there. I ain't gonna lie drives, to you. Drives a tar of that car. And he's and he he showed that he didn't tracks. care about Hudson's. Now it, me in that situation, I'd have done the same thing Hudson did. I ain't gonna lie to you. Oh, <sighs> Hudson O'Neill should have been should have been told to pack it up and go home for the rest of the he week. He did. 
He did. Exactly. He, no, 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 no. He didn't. They didn't tell him to. He made the decision because they saw that he, they were going to stand by their little golden child. No, that I, I, we, ah, man, that's it's you. It's a crappy you situation. saw who all the. I just want to say you. If you watch the driver intros, you saw who all the drivers sided with. I'm gonna just leave it at that. Right. I. I just. I don't think that that one can be placed from on a driver's perspective. They yeah, they see it the there. way I see it. No, uh, but if you don't know, he's if if there's a car, or say you're on the highway. There's a car. If you're near UPS truck, he's in a blind spot, and you don't know he's there. Are you gonna switch lanes? Am I am I racing to lock in? No, no, listen, a, listen. This is no, a heat it's, race. No, this is it's a heat all race. about that. It's a heat race. It's a heat race. Okay, I'm not gonna be in a UPS truck then. But <laughs> I, I'm just I'm just asking. I'm just if, asking, are you going to switch lanes if you don't know there's a car in your blind spot or not? If I'm racing? Yeah. <laughs> if I if if I'm on a racetrack and I'm racing So you're going to risk you're going to risk your equipment. Like yeah. that. Yeah. Cuz that is a dangerous move if there's someone on your right rear. I mean, I'm partially just playing along here, but I seriously. It's going to be serious. like the same situation like what happened between Chuck Smith and Justin. You're going to take that right rear no, and you're going to get straight into the wall. That's that's different. That that one was that one was a lot different. I'll tell you that. That was yeah, a lot it, different. It was. It was, but still, that but, that's, that's kind of the same scenario. You don't know he's there. You, you get what I'm saying? What I'm, you stay what, down. I know, what I'm telling you, though, is Hudson – should have had the wherewithal to see what he was doing, that he wasn't going to give him any room. They're, they're racing for, in, in Carpenter's world, in Carpenter's world, this is his biggest spotlight of the year. This is where he is known to shine. This is where he's so going to want to you're supposed to bow down. Let me talk. Let me talk. Let, let me talk. No, let me talk. You have to know that he is going to be as aggressive as possible, being that it is this race, and you're going to have to be able to use your head. Hudson, what Hudson should have done was not, pressured him like that that early because you know he's not going to give you any room i'm not saying i'm not saying that you know carpenter did everything right in the situation i'm what i'm saying is i don't think that he deserves the hate that he's getting for it being that he knows this is his biggest chance of the year to make himself something i'm saying that he was going to race as hard as he could regardless of the outcome and hudson had should have had some wherewithal with that to know that he could have easily Easily checked up right there, gone back down to the bottom, pulled a crossover, slid him in turns three and four, and he'd have had a lead. Yeah, but if he does that, then the guy the in third, 2020. The you, you go. You, well, the guy in third wasn't do, close you enough that, to him. That's right there. The guy in third oh, wasn't come very on close now. to him. Come on now. You, when, Watch the video. When you stop when you stop the crossover like that on that small of a track, do you realize how well, slow you get and how much momentum uh, that person on the bottom yeah. is still going? So you do that, then they're side by side going into the next corner, and he goes to throw the slide job, doesn't know that guy's there, and then he stuffs that guy on the inside wall. That sounds like a heck of a race. But I just I'm just saying you if if you pay for your own if you care for your own for your equipment that you race in, you're gonna stay down if you don't know there's a car on your outside. Uh I I just I I don't think that it was as big of a deal as people made it out to be. Especially to have him, you know, then do what he did to Carpenter, um, and just take him out oh, and then try to go. Hudson fight him. was just letting him know he ain't gonna stand up for that 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 bull crap. Uh, I mean, Tyler Carpenter runs over a lot of people at that track. Hey, well, yeah, hey he's Hudson, 
I, Hudson did what a lot of people wanted want to do, and I'm not trying to take anything from Tyler Carpenter. I'm really not, but I'm just I'm just calling it how I see it. I I don't I think I think he's he's a decent driver at small tracks, and he's he needs to work on his stuff at some bigger tracks. But uh, and he's he's got a long way to go to really get there. But uh, yeah, that, that's Tyler Carpenter and Hudson O'Neill. Me and Matt don't agree on it, but it is what it is. We're still friends at the end of the day. See guys out there, you could have disagreements and still be friends with each other. It's uh that's just how it is. Uh, but. Anyways, that was still that was that was really fun, man. Uh that that was a really fun heat race and it all led to Friday night's feature uh which saw Cody Bauer win that one. Cody Bauer, not a guy that I'm uh, familiar with, but I tried to great. tell you and James about him last year cuz I saw his car at the dome last year and y'all acted like you didn't cuz I told I not at the dome last year. I saw him sometime last year and I was like I like his his color scheme. You you were like, I don't know who that is. I I've never heard of him until today. I tried so. to tell you about him, but uh, he got that one Friday night. Will Harrington second. Oh, heartbreaker for Will Harrington on yeah. Saturday too. Man, he led most of that race. Heartbreaker we'll for get him. To but it. It, uh, we'll get to it. it. It led to a big story. Tyler Erb finishes third on uh, Friday night. Modified feature. Ricky Thornton Jr. The win. Mike McKinney second. Jordan Grabowski third. And this was where Matt we saw. A flip, actually, I believe it was on a heat race. Actually, was it Friday night? This heat race was with yes. the, uh, the young yeah, man. Yeah, it was. What's his name? Charlie Mefford. Mumford or something like that. Yeah, Charlie. I think it's Mefford. Charlie Mefford uh, gets out after flipping the car. First thing he says when he gets on the mic, he goes, "Hey, St. Louis, one, two, three. You can't park there." Oh my gosh, funniest saying. And he's talking about he was. How he was gonna drive this track, get up there like Kenny Wallace. Wow, wow, oh, do man. it, do it, do it, do it. No, I can't do it, man. I can't, man. I can't. I, my voice don't go that high right now. But uh, if you guys haven't seen it, go check it out on Facebook oh, on the Gateway page. Yeah, Charlie Mefford was a great interview. And then Saturday, um, Kenny Wallace, one of the best B mains. It was called it's the win in your oh, end. Oh my god, what a B main. Best interview I've seen in a long time. Kenny Wallace. Heck of a race, too. Yeah, man. heck of a race. I, that, was, that was so much fun to watch. They did I a was one for Kenny, too. <laughs> Green-white checker coming to the checker. Kenny Wallace takes the lead. Caution's thrown because the car blew up. Then they had a one-lap dash to end the race. Kenny Wallace makes the pass again and wins it and then pulls in. Did the Ric Flair strut, Matt. Did the Ric Flair strut it, on the top of his race car. <laughs> Gets down and quotes Nelly of all people. You gotta love Kenny Wallace, man. You gotta love him. Kenny Wallace, man. I'm I'm gonna be sad the day that he retires, and it's coming soon, unfortunately. unfortunately. But Kenny Wallace, Kenny He's Wallace great, is man. one of my favorites, man. I He's love great. Kenny Wallace. Um, I'm hoping that we get some personalities like that in the racing world again. Kenny, Kenny Wallace is well. It sounds like it man. with the uh, with yeah with Charlie Mefford. Kid. Charlie Mefford. It really <laughs> sounds like it, man. They call him the pit lizard. They don't call him the pit lizard pimp for no reason. Oh man, that dude was a trip. But um, yeah, that Saturday night was was a blast to watch on on flow for the Castrol uh, Gateway Dirt Nationals. The modified feature. Uh, Ricky Thornton Jr. won that one over Mike McKinney and Jordan Grabowski and the granddaddy of them all, hey, the big puppy. I, I'm going to be honest. I'm still kind of salty with Mr. Thornton. No, I'm wrong. His, I'm uh, wrong. I'm wrong. Comments uh, he made at Gateway last year. Yeah. About Tyler Carpenter. Right. I, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, I was I, wrong. I, yeah. I don't. 
No, what I, was he wrong oh, about? It was, the, it was the same. It, it was the, uh, wait, huh? Ricky Thornton won the modified Saturday. Oh, it was the same top three as the other as, um, as Friday. That's crazy. I looked at it. I said, I'm wrong. No, I'm not. Yeah. Yes, I am. Oh, man. Yeah. Thornton did win. And yeah, he did have that comment about uh, Carpenter after that one saying how he was going to beat him up and whatnot. Yeah. Um, interesting stuff there. But let's talk late models, Matt. This one, it it was a great race that uh, ended on a, on a kind of sad but positive note. Will Harrington um, was absolutely ripping though. At the yes, Will I was Harrington. Pulling, I was pulling for him, but once I seen Tyler Carp or Tyler Carp, Tyler, I'm so used to saying his name for for the dome, but right. Uh, but seeing uh, Turbo starting to make his moves when I was seeing him make his moves, I and that's I, I knew he was going to win. Yeah, Turbo's one of my favorites. He has been for a, a few years now. Just he's so so enigmatic, so charismatic as a person, and he's he's a darn good race car driver. People say he's not, but he's a darn good race car driver. Um, but puts let's his talk heart this into it, man. Yeah, he did, puts his whole heart into it and uh, puts his tongue in fish's mouths. He sent us a Snapchat video one day of him tongue in a bass. Um, but yeah, like you said, Will Harrington led most of this race, and guys were two and three wide behind him, and. There was that that restart late between I, I believe Herb was up there, English Carpenter, uh, and a few other guys. Ricky Thornton Jr. was up there as well, going three wide on the smallest track you race on all year. Was absolutely insane to see. Uh, the the holes in the track though were the big thing there. Did you see at the end? Yeah, Tyler Carpenter was missing the nose. He was missing the uh, the the right. The right side of his nose, or actually, uh, technically, the left, uh, the left side of his nose, the left fender flare, it was gone. Half yep. the body was gone, mostly from him knocking it on the wall. But half the body was gone for Carpenter, uh, and even for other guys, they were two wheeling around that racetrack. It was a little bumpy, but it was still a, a great race, man. I always say that that uh, character adds to racing, man. It adds a lot to it. Who can who can get through it the best? I, I love I love a I don't love a, a bumpy racetrack but i love a racetrack with a little bit of character in it just to make you see who the drivers are you know just to make you see who who's got the gall to get it done and of course it was turbo it was tyler herb over tanner english and rtj and then when tyler got to victory lane he uh would tear up and reveal that his they got to the dome on wednesday and his father passed away wednesday night and uh, he's been racing yeah. with a heavy heart. Been racing with a heavy heart, and uh, to get it done, man, it, it made it turned it turned what was a flamboyant event or a um, uh, event full of fireworks into one of the most heartwarming things that I've seen all year. Uh, it really took out of my mind the Carpenter uh, O'Neill situation, and it really makes you remember at the end of the day, Matt. All of us racers or I, I say I'm a racer. I'm in the racing community. All of us, all of us involved in racing. We're just one big family, you know? Yeah. And you know, we've had, uh, we've had similar situations here. Obviously. Um, I think personally back to, you know, Mr. Jody Truitt and, uh, some others that have, that have happened at the racetrack or near it and other people that we've lost, obviously, uh, Mr. Slick Gibbons, Mr. Billy Cagle, uh, Billy Cagle was a big one for me because he was one of my, you know, one of the best. Um, and obviously, you've been there as well with your with your uncle JD and um, and some others. 
but it, it just reminds you that at the end of the day, we're competitors on the racetrack, but uh, behind closed doors, we're, we're all one big family. We're all, all there to support each other. And it was uh, good to see the the outreach of support that uh, that Herb and his mom got after that event. I don't know if you, if you have any any comments on that. I know that you've had your 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 fair share of stuff happen like that, and so have I. But uh, yeah, we're all just yeah. I, I mean, yeah, and I'm glad he was able to you know get through with. Oh my uh, gosh, racing! Yeah. I, I I don't know how he was able. I don't. To do I wouldn't it. have been able to do it. Um, I, I'll be uh, honest with you. I wouldn't have been able to do it, but, uh, congratulations to Tyler Erb on uh, his yeah, win. He, he deserved it, man. Out of anybody yeah. else, he did. Yeah. Tyler Erb was, uh, he, he was a man on a mission, man. You just saw him start working his way through the field. That's started, what I'm saying. When I seen him start six. moving, uh, he went, when he got up to, got up to fourth, I knew he was going to win. Yeah. He, he would, he was just coming, man. And, um, yeah, big it, it it means a lot to him, I'm sure, and and we'll see how he carries this momentum on. And congratulations to his you know his car owners, his 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 mom especially. Um, and now they're doing a little bit of grieving, so you feel bad for him, but you you feel feel good for him at the same time, knowing that he was racing for his dad and he was able to get it done. Uh, so yeah, congratulations again. Go out to uh, to Tyler Erb, Bill Turbo. Uh, I gotta get me a, I gotta get me a new Turbo Threads hat. Shout out to Turbo Threads, some of the best. Best shirts in the racing game, especially that any truck stop anywhere shirt from uh, back in the oh, day. If you remember that situation, legendary. yeah, legendary stuff, man. Tyler, one of my favorites. Congratulations! I hope to see him in the southeast a little bit more this year. I really do. Uh, to see Tyler Urban in person, hopefully get him on uh, a podcast or an interview. That'd be pretty dope. If yeah. I could get Tyler Urban here once my voice comes back finally, if it ever does. Um, so yeah, congrats you to could Tyler give me some Urban. You <laughs> probably probably could had a to be more charismatic when it comes to this kind of stuff. I, I'm working on it, guys. I'm working on it. And uh, some cool stuff coming up in the future. Uh, I've got a couple of pieces to put in to hopefully get those Talking Dirt Lives rolling very, very soon, especially story time. Uh, Talking Dirt story time going to be a new concept that I'm going to hopefully unveil very soon that uh, that includes a lot of local racers. And uh, even Matt and Banjo Duke, Taylor Gettings, a couple other guys, old taters probably going to get in on the bunch. And uh, we're going to do some talking dirt story time where we tell old racing stories and 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 have some fun. Hopefully that'll be uh, on YouTube or maybe even Patreon one day. We'll see what happens in the future with talking dirt. And I know Matt's uh, Matt's hearing this for the first time, so we're breaking some news that we're working on. I'm going to be working on some new shows for for the talking dirt empire that I am building here. As we take over the dirt racing world, Matt, we're going to do it. We're going to take it over. We're going to be the best. And uh, we're going to come back with another show here in a couple of weeks. I believe that is our show. We covered everything we needed to, especially that dirt racing from this past weekend. No racing going on here in the Southeast this coming weekend. So spend some time with your family. Merry Christmas. If we don't get to you guys before Christmas, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. All that good stuff. Hope you get everything you wanted for your Christmas holiday. Uh, and Matt is looking for a new right foot for Christmas. So if anybody wants to donate that, he is, uh, he is, he is willing. He is ready. <laughs> yeah. You got nothing to say to that? No. <laughs> no. Oh man. Well, oh. let's get out of here. Go ahead. Follow us on Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash talking dirt. Follow us on TikTok at talking dirt as well. There you can follow Matt at the Pridge 14 on TikTok. You can follow him at Matt Pridge and Racing on Facebook. This has been Talking Dirt, your 
bi-weekly now for now dirt racing podcast covering dirt racing and right now all sports so guys thank you for listening and we'll catch you in the next one